Oh, hi, I'm Josh Lakash, and this is Wrong Opinion. This episode is good. I say that I say that before every episode because I'm that confident. And you know what? Confidence is key. Remember that poster that, that, that was in your classroom? It was next to the one with the cat that said, hang in there. It's, it's true. It's true. And also, hang in there. You'll be okay. This episode, I interviewed Axel Kaiser. He's a Chilean deep thinker political deep thinker, author, and he's also a member of the Hoover Institute. He's uh, he's going to be the future president of Chile. Not that that really has any consequence in your life, but it's pretty cool. Really smart guy. I think he's my age, and uh, he's on another level. So I'm glad I got him on the podcast. He also has a book out. I know you probably don't speak Spanish. The book is going to be translated into English very, very soon, but... Because we're about supporting our own, you know, you're on, you're listening to this on Patreon most likely, or you're listening to the free version the first 10 minutes, so you're not going to really get anything out of this, and you don't care about supporting, and you're just a freeloader. I mean, I kind of like you because you kind of support kind of, but not really. I made a tier for you. It's called Lost. It's $3 a month. You can listen to all the podcasts, patreon.com forward slash wrongop. You should subscribe, but that being said... Uh, for those of you that are going to continue listening past the 10-minute mark, you're the special kind. I like you. Go support Axel Kaiser and his new book. Buy his new book. It is called, and I have to look at my notes because uh, I'm not that prepared usually, The Neo-Inquisition. And you can buy it. It's in Spanish. You could buy it on Amazon. And uh, here's the cover. You can go do that and go support but it will also be in English eventually. So stick around for that interview. That will be in about 25 minutes from now. I'm going to do a condensed version of the podcast, and then you have an hour-long interview with Axel Kaiser. Very interesting guy. Very, very, very smart. And I'm stoked I had him on. You know, in this kind of podcast, and typically with right-wingers like me, we're about diversity of thought. I didn't bring him on because he's of a different skin color, but I brought him on because uh, he is not your typical right wing. He's he's from another country, and it's always interesting to hear people's perspective from the outside looking in, and uh, you'll want to stick around for that. But I'm going to move to the podcast, the, po- the podcast portion of this right now. We're going to breeze through it. We're going to blast through it, and I want to start off with a little bit of a correction from my last episode. In the last episode, I briefly mentioned Batman, and uh, and you're also going to think, like, what the hell are you even talking about right now? So I was, I was talking about how we need Batman, and then I went, to, I went on a long tangent about how pedophiles are bad and all that, but it does make sense, and let me clarify. So Batman, and I hate comic books, but to me, he's kind of the most interesting one because you can apply him into the real world. He doesn't have superpowers, really. He's just a rich guy. So, Batman publicly does... <laughs> I like how I'm starting the podcast with Batman. Batman publicly is vilified. The The cops say, no, we don't work with him. We don't like vigilantes or anything like that. But they secretly work with him. So, for the the pedophile hunters in this country, we should, we should glorify them. We should venerate them secretly. The cops should be like, no. But then, but then publicly, but then privately, they're like, thank you. We needed your help. The justice system doesn't really work sometimes. And we're glad you got rid of those pedophiles and killed them. We need, we need that. Moving to the podcast now. I just wanted to clarify the Batman scenario thing. 
this week ended nicely. So I started this week with the news of a Patriot Prayer conservative being publicly executed in Portland, which is still tra tragic. It's very, very, very tragic. And then, and then what we noticed throughout the week was that the guy, Michael, whatever his name is, the Antifa terrorist that killed him, wasn't arrested like Kyle Rittenhouse. He was treated a little bit differently. And not only that, but it, it towards the end of the week, it started to look worse. The news started to look worse where not only was he not arrested, not only was he not charged for publicly executing someone based on their political beliefs, which is an act of terrorism, but he was on Vice News. They, they, they had an exclusive interview with him, and Vice News was already starting to help him change the narrative and take control of the narrative, which is he was helping his POC friend out against a racist um, a racist fascist who was just out there hunting people of color. That's not because that's a real thing. Their whole worldview is fantasy. And they have the help of the media to to build up their fantasy and make it seem like that is that is reality. And it's not. So it was looking very bad that Vice News had an exclusive interview, that he was not being taken in and charged. And then also, like, you know, is anything going to happen? Because the courts are flooded with social justice warrior judges and, and prosecutors. So really, was justice going to be served? Well, it did. It did. So the night of the premiere of the interview, last night with Vice, they took him out. We got him. Mission accomplished. We got our guy. And and it was funny because if you look at it, the again, based in fantasy, the leftist narrative is based in fantasy. People took to Twitter and said Trump executed someone. He tweeted something about this guy and asked why hasn't he been taken in? Why hasn't he been charged for a crime? And then cut to an hour later, he was executed. It, it, we, we, we will know the full story when the body cam footage comes out. I guarantee you this guy wasn't going down with a fight. This guy is a violent criminal. If you look at his past, he is a violent criminal. And uh, he was probably fighting back. They were probably going to take him in like they do with all criminals. But they will take you out if you fight back. So that's what happened. It was looking bleak. And now we ended the week on a nice note. We killed a terrorist. Yeah. Lots of lawyers suggest that I shouldn't even be saying anything, but I feel it's important that the world at least gets a little bit of what's really going on because there's been a lot of propaganda put out there. I had no choice. I mean, I, I, I had a choice. I could have sat there and watched them kill a friend of mine of color. But I wasn't going to do that. You see what they do? Did they interview Kyle Rittenhouse right after... Uh, he killed two people that were going to kill him and then shot someone's arm almost off. Did they do that? Did they give him the same respect that they gave this terrorist? No, because they are part of a team and they are for controlling narratives. And, th and this is pure propaganda. And, and the fact that karma, instant karma happened is it's pretty nice. It's a nice feeling, you know? We, we don't get that many wins on the right. But when they happen, like Trump winning, they feel very good. And and I think that it is, uh, you know, it's it, it was uh, it was a nice way to end the week. And by the way, I just want to show you the first the aftermath of when they took him out. I want to show you the little bit. I'm going to show you 
it's a, like a nine minute video, but I'm gonna show you 45 seconds. Damn. They were not playing. Fuck. I think he dead. Yeah, I think he dead for real. <laughs> I was sitting in my backyard and all I heard was pop, 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 pop. I'm like, oh shit. Come outside. There's a million sheriff out here. And this dude laying down here by the mailbox. He bleeding. He they hit him. And he's dead. And nothing of value was lost. Moving on. Because I gotta, I gotta blast through some of this news. Moving on, um, Antifa is government funded, or it's funded by shadowy people above. And you want to know proof? This video came out, and I was kind of amazed, but not really. Nothing really surprises me. It's just nice when we get the evidence. So when you have a, a politician like Jerry Nadler say. Antifa doesn't really exist. It's not an organization. It's not a top-down organization. It's random people. Uh, no, no. Uh, this guy tweeted this video, and it blew up. It went viral yesterday. The fabled hashtag Antifa HQ of Portland has been located. The war encampment that houses the hashtag Portland protests and all of its demonic secrets are now laid bare to the world. The city is housing them, and they have more toilets than the Chaz. Full video on YouTube, blah, 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 blah. And watch this. It's it's really, really amazing. Oh, no, that's it. That's all you get for the free version. If you want to listen to the rest of this podcast or even watch it, you got to subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrong OP. Every subscription helps. I work on this alone. I really appreciate it. I love you. Bye.